Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to 651sports.com and the championship game of the Play Like a Girl College Showcase. I am Mike Resendez, and sitting next to me is Eric Erickson. Good afternoon, Eric. Hey, good afternoon, Mike. This is a thrill to be here. we got a beautiful day here in St. Paul for the Like a Girl College Showcase Championship. That's right. We're wrapping the tournament up today. Uh, we're Right now we're about 30 minutes behind schedule from where uh, we thought things would be, but uh, both teams are out on the f on the pitch warming up. Uh, I think they're okay with that. Yeah, I think so too. They played at 9 o'clock, wrapped up about 10.30, so a little extra time to recover here. Plus three games yesterday, so this will be the fifth <laughs> game for both teams. So uh, I think the little extra rest and relaxation will will do everybody good and get everybody on the same playing field yeah they're just taking some light touches out on the pitch here and uh, nobody's running or exerting themselves just passing around and getting some of those touches in before we kick off That's right the championship game today is between the Twin City football ladies and Quakabaugh and I will probably be saying that name wrong today so just uh, giving everybody a heads up no we're gonna do it well all day you <laughs> did it perfectly there Thank you. Quick abba. Today's tournament and broadcast uh, has been brought to you by some awesome sponsors that we have for you. I want to let you know that the Rice Street Athletic Club, St. Paul Parks and Rec, Minnesota United FC, Soy, Equal Time Soccer, Friends of Como Athletics, and Planet Soccer are bringing you today's game as well as 651sports.com. Those are some great sponsors. I like a lot of those organizations. Uh, the uh, Minnesota United, Eric, I don't know if you, if you saw the pictures, but they lit up their stadium for the first time this past week uh, at night. Um, and they are all over online if you can find them on Facebook or on the MN United FC website. I know that they're on there as well. So yeah, about a mile and a half from here, that stadium is going up very quickly. All right, we have the captains of both teams out in the middle. The field meeting with the referees as they go over some of the ground rules. 35-minute halves for our championship match today, 10 minutes at halftime. And uh, if we're tied at the end of 70 minutes of play after the end of each of those halves, straight to penalty kicks if needed. That's right, and last year's game went to penalty kicks. It did. So, and we actually went into extra penalty kicks, if I remember, right? It was so. quite dramatic. Yes. And it was this team, the Twin City football ladies, TC football ladies, that came out victorious after that penalty kick. That's right. So they are defending champions of the second Like a Girl College Showcase. Now, if you don't know what a college showcase is or haven't been to one, um, it is an opportunity for teams that play together to come together during this tournament uh, and play in front of college coaches and scouts uh, giving them an opportunity that they might not out otherwise have and I believe there was eight colleges that showed up this weekend Eric oh I think it's more so was there more than yeah I think they said 10 yesterday and okay. then there were another four, four today. today so 14 uh, currently we still have Hamlin here Anoka Ramsey Rochester Technical Community College uh, McAllister um UW-Superior has been here, uh, several others, both in-state and in the Midwest region that have come to check out the talent 
here in the Like a Girl College Showcase. And they have all been very adamant about how talented this pool of players is. That's right. And they uh, believe three girls were off uh, were accepted into uh, colleges last year. So hopefully that number to, uh, this year will be uh, bigger than that as the tournament has grown in size as we're at McMurray Fields here in St. Paul right right by the Humane Society in the softball fields and across the parking lot from the Como Park pool. Both teams are on the field as we get set for kickoff. So the TC football ladies have a 4-3-3 for their formation. Four in the back, three midfielders, and three forwards. So a very attack-minded formation for them. And Kwekaba is setting up in a 4-4-2. Four midfielders and two forwards working together up top. And they've just done a beautiful 1-2 off the kickoff to advance halfway down the attacking end. Ready? that was uh, Timu Cha for Kwekaba uh, getting it up. And the Twin Cities football ladies take control again as they get back to midfield. Now this team uh, for the Twin City Football Ladies, uh, look, the roster looks pretty much the same as last year, uh, and they were pretty explosive. So we're going to look into that as the offsides flag comes up. And it is waved off by our center referee, Chris Yang. A longtime soccer guy and official in St. Paul. His children have played at a couple different St. Paul public high schools, and uh, Chris is coming off a little event the other week at Minnesota United. They played a little exhibition um, with the Hmong community after the pro game. They had a, an hour on the field after I stayed and saw several of my former players at Como, plus some other St. Paul guys out there. A lot of fun. As the ball goes out, it'll be thrown in by the TC football ladies. And that is number 12, Sophie Marino, throwing it in. They work it back up the field. It's a beautiful touch by Daniela Bunet to bring that throw in down and control it. And it's led to TC football ladies in possession, calmly playing it around the back, swinging it out to the right side. And then looking for a through ball to Kennedy Pounds. Remember her from last year, Mike? I do. We said her name quite a bit <laughs> last year. Looking for big things from her again today. Now there's a, a couple of uh, players on, uh, one player from each team as I'm looking at the uh, rosters here for positions. They both say choose one. Uh, so That's awesome. We're looking for some of these players to play multiple roles today. Kerry Cruz Kirkamo just turned and settled the ball and hit a really nicely struck shot that sailed not more than two feet wide of the left post. That was a dangerous threat. She is one of the players that has for position on the roster, which is a roster put together for the, all of these college coaches that have come. Uh, it, it does say for, for Kerry Cruz Carcamo, choose one. <laughs> position, choose one, whatever choose you'd one. like. I'll do it. All right, there's the goal kick for Quickaba. They work it on the far side of the field there. 
picked up by Jennifer T. Gray of the TC Football Ladies. And we have a uh, breakaway. breakaway here by Chaw. Chaw gets a shot on goal, but it is stopped by Vasile Anang for the TC Football Ladies. Nice save by Vasile Anang. After a very threatening run from Timu Cha. And the ball will go out and we'll have a throw in. Timu Cha is a real leader on Quikaba. She is an organizer and motivator and has brought her team to this point. She was a very essential player at Humboldt High School. Graduated in 2017, so. 3.8 GPA, it says here. Yeah, and so she's thinking about where to study next. Um, and has been working and, and doing some classwork part-time and uh, very bright future. No matter what she chooses to do and where she chooses to study. Yeah, she was uh, pretty much the go-to person before the game when we were asking questions about the team. She was taking that leadership and filling us in on everything. Mm -hmm. So she's up there uh, posting up on the back line of the TC football ladies. Uh, so far that position has, has produced one through ball and a shot on goal. Right now, we have some interchanging possession in the midfield with a throw-in to be taken by the TC football ladies. Coached by Carlos Byrus Escobar, who is really proud of these girls and excited to be here again. All right, Kennedy pounds now at the breakaway. If she can get this under control she gets a shot off and the angle is just too sharp and she isn't able to finish that Muchi with a fantastic save she closed down that space and cut down that angle as you said Mike that is an all state forward for Como Park currently in goal currently in goal <laughs> <laughs> the depth so. of talent is enormous in the meantime play goes back as uh, Twin Cities football ladies take another shot on net, and Muchi was able to uh, get that out of there, and we're back at midfield. Freezy two here, number 20 for Kwekaba. Going up KKB. against Kennedy Pounds. Freezy was one of the girls that was offered a scholarship after last year's Like a Girl College Showcase. Went to Iowa Lakes Community College and had a very successful season Ooh, and academic Pounds year. With a big Big hit with uh, Cinderella, and Pounds is still down. She's slow to get up. Cinderella got back up, though, for Quakeba. Yeah, that was strong tackle, very clean, and uh, her angle and position resulted in Kennedy Pounds falling over the top, but uh, she's fine. She's back up and at it as well. Can Freezy get here to this ball right in front of us? No, just, just out. Out, but no problem. They'll 
maintain possession with the throw. She had a little bit of space if she could have corralled it there. I think that's why she wanted to make that effort. Had a attacking advantage if she could have got there and had one touch upfield towards Timu Cha. Instead, the throw-in allows TC Football Ladies to get reset behind the ball. Right, we're back at midfield, and Quakabas trying to start something offensively. It's turned around again by TC Football Ladies. Up to Carrie Cruz Carcamo. She fights on the far end of the field. Really and nice move on the outside there. On the left flank. It was eventually thwarted by some covering defense from Quakaba. Didn't see which players stepped up, but their timing was perfect as far as covering behind the beaten defender and taking away Kirkamo's space. TC Football Ladies intercept the the ball from Quakaba, which is trying to move it back upfield. And right now that is Evelyn Morales with the ball. She takes a shot and it is stopped easily by Muchi. She makes it look easy. <laughs> <laughs> Shots have some serious pace on them. And she has uh, now saved three. Three shots on goal, three saves. One shot on goal for Quikaba. This is a good sign, Mike. She's got four shots on goal and, and action already. Ball goes out, and it'll go to the TC Football Ladies for the throw-in. Far side. They try to work it back up the field. Intercepted by Quakoba. Couldn't really see who that was. And now Timu Cha working it around, and she gets it over to... Kugay. TC Football Ladies intercept and work it back up to midfield. Kugay scored a goal in the semifinal in their 2-0 victory to get here. And that was a long pass by BBC. It goes out. Oops, I'm sorry. That was uh, Nora Griffin-Weisner looking at the wrong roster. But both teams have a number 15. so And we've identified them both. <laughs> yeah, this is a nice ball by Griffin Weisner. Little battle there with Carcamo and Cinderella. Cinderella, no way. We've agreed, and our friends have agreed, that when your name is Cinderella, that'll do. Yep. Neymar, Marta, Cinderella. Good company there. Absolutely. So Cinderella is going to be a freshman at Washington this fall. Just finished her eighth grade middle school year, Mike, so you can see what promising talent that is over right. there. Right. Looking forward to uh, saying her name during the 651 Sports Update on WFNU. I'm sure we'll, we'll get to know her pretty well over the next four years. Exactly. <laughs> Very bright future for Washington. High school girls soccer 
they have a wonderful program, and uh, they do have a talented freshman class coming in as well. And Mary Casper, coach, is excited to work with. All right, uh, the ball is going out for a goal kick right now. Moochie will take that. She just uh, had a goal kick that didn't get very far upfield before it came back to her. As that ball was intended for Lily Lopez. Good Intercepted call. by the TC football ladies. Oh! There is a shot by... Griffin Wisner there that just gets over the the top crossbar. After the fantastic save. Just enough extension just from enough Lucci, Lucci to tip it over the top. There. Otherwise, that's in. Did you watch any World Cup, Mike? I did. I was pulling for Croatia in the, uh, in the final. Okay. And just like any team that I pull for, they lost. <laughs> that reminded me of Courtois, the Belgian goalkeeper who had a save similar to that. Now, the advantage he has is he's probably uh, two feet taller than Mucci, but Mucci has leaped there and great awareness to have that W shape, that technique, and then just get that little tip over the bar was just fantastic. I see why the All-State forward is playing goalie right now. <laughs> we had a corner kick by the TC football ladies that Came across and Pounds tried to head it in. Mucci was able to stop it. And now the TC football ladies are on attack again with Pounds being turned around. And looks like that'll go out. That's BB oh, Say. Saved from uh, going out on the end line, so it'll be a throw in for Pounds. BB Say nicely cut that off from her center back position. There was a uh, chance for Kennedy Pounds to corral the ball and bring it back in and set up something dangerous, but BBC was able to at least chase the ball to the outside and clear over the sideline for a throw. And it looks like we have some subs coming in for the TC football ladies. I see Pounds going out. I missed the other two. Well, let's see if we can identify. There's no numbers on the front of the jerseys for the TC football ladies. Coach Escobar told me a story about uh, an unfortunate delivery of uniforms from uh, a company that shall rename, remain nameless. But they had to make do with these uh, yellow tees that have numbers on the back. They look good. They look coordinated. But I know they were looking forward to uh, their new jerseys. Yeah. Which, were, which were not delivered in a timely manner. So anyway, point is, we weren't able to identify that player as they entered, but we're going to figure it out as play continues. Play goes back to center field where it is fought over. Eventually ends up on the TC football lady side. Depending on how you're listening, either on your phone or on your computer or on <laughs> podcast, TC football ladies right now are moving left to right from where we are. And if you know McMurray, they are uh, headed towards the pool. Quake Abaz heading towards the railroad tracks. 
And wind is sort of, uh, is it strange, Mike? It seems like it's out of the northeast, maybe. I think you're right, northeast. Yeah. It seems kind of easterly from where we're sitting that it's at our back. Uh, but I think it's out of the north a little bit as well. And so it's slightly at the back of Quikaba. Certainly blowing any rolling ball um, on the turf. It, it it can be tough to corral if it's got some speed on it. Now, is it for a goalie, how much of a challenge is that if you're getting taken getting shots from far out, like some of the ones that the TC football ladies well, are yeah. taking? Well, yeah, I think Muchi is handling them really well because they're shifting a little bit with that with that cross breeze in in flight. That was. Uh, Nice win in the air by Nora Griffin Weisner. However, there was a little contact and it was called by our official, resulting in a free kick going the other way for Quakeaba. Both teams get set up for this free kick. To be taken by BBC. Kick goes down to Timu Cha. Get to the center where it gets turned back around by, I uh, looked like that uh, was uh, Salma Morales yeah. for the TC football ladies. Perfectly positioned. Nice little touch to find the feet of a teammate. She's playing a center back. Sophie Moreno is going out. She's getting subbed in. And looks like a player from Quakeaba is going out as well, being subbed. And that's the second player for Twin Cities Football Ladies. So we have five subs now for the TC Football Ladies and one for uh, Quakeaba. Jocelyn Alvarez, who subbed in for TC Football Ladies at the other center back, joining Morales. And they were uh, high school teammates at Minneapolis Henry. I think there's some chemistry there and probably why coach has them playing side by side in those crucial defensive positions. Chow with the touch, trying to get it back to one of the players playing behind midfield. Gets taken over by the TC football ladies and Quakeaba immediately takes it back. A little threatening run from Jessica Riera for the TC Football Ladies. She is going to be a senior at St. Anthony Village High School. Nice quick first step. Got by a first defender, then ran out of uh, real estate. Was closed down by a second defender. But some good explosion there. See if that can spring some other threats as this game progresses. We got a free kick here for Quakeaba, and that is Timu Cha taking it. She's kind of everywhere, isn't she, Mike? She is. May too try to get it down towards the net. TC Football Ladies turn her back, and it is out on Quakeaba for a throw in. May too is asking for a sub. There are two available. And uh, TC football ladies do have the advantage on subs as they have a larger roster. 
Yeah, they have an impressive deep roster of 20 players. Diana Rodriguez has just subbed in at center midfield for those TC football ladies. She'll be a junior at Como this fall. TC football ladies working it up the field. And that is Vanessa Acosta. Vanessa Acosta working her way down, fighting off a couple of defenders. Yeah, Good touches. Oh, she got out of it. A one-on-two, and then she finds a little give-and-go with Natalie Machuca. And they're down in the far corner. She crosses it over. Gets it too far for her teammate, and Muchi comes out and grabs it. That was impressive from Vanessa, wasn't it? It was impressive. She uh, got out of that real nice. Very strong player. She was a three-time all-conference player at Como and then was a senior captain and unfortunately suffered an ACL injury in the first game of the season of her senior year. You can see she is fully recovered. Still playing, still loves the game. And she has the ball right now. And she's trying to work it around a couple of defenders again. She is able to find Diana Rodriguez. Diana Rodriguez is working it around. Kicks it back to Jocelyn Alvarez. Try to start something down the field. Griffin Wisner gets it behind a defender or two. And I can't see Jessica Riera. Jessica Riera is... Working her way around, and Quakeba kicks it out. So it'll be a throw-in for the TC football ladies. Freezy, too, on this side, was trying to work it to Timu Cha. But uh, there was about four defenders for the TC football ladies around there. There's a the throw-in. Jessica Riera had it, and it goes back to Diana Rodriguez. Try to get it down low, turned around. Took a shot, but two well-positioned defenders with the block. That one, that shot on goal gets through. Another save for Mucci. Yep, and that was Vanessa Acosta. So Vanessa has uh, caught the attention of some of the college coaches here. And uh, she has some interest in enrolling in a community college and pursuing her studies and playing and uh, there are <laughs> quite a few local schools that would love to have her here they have mentioned that I mean Timu Cha of Quakeba uh, has also garnered some interest as well so it'll be nice to see uh, where they end up if they end up somewhere yeah the connections are being made the coaches are so pleased to be here and, and love this format and opportunity to see. Here's the breakaway by Natalie Muchaga, and there's a score. That Natalie Machuca. Natalie Machuca with a nice breakaway, good speed, and she gets it by Muchi for the first goal of the game. Twin Cities football ladies up 1-0. Oh, I wish I could have an instant replay and see the number of the distributor. It was a nice pass out of the midfield, a 
Through ball with the right pace on it to get past the Quikaba back line, but allow Natalie to catch up and one touch to settle it. Took a look up. Saw Mucci there and just blasted it. So that is uh, unofficially in the 23rd minute. Okay. As we got started about five minutes prior to game start, so. Not much Mucci could do about that one. That was a really well-struck ball from close range. That uh, was a little high and left of where Mucci could be and where she could react to. So the first tally in this game belongs to Natalie Machuca. She played at Crystal Ray High School. Now attends Hennepin Community Technical College. I should say Hennepin County Technical College. Get the name right, HCTC. <laughs> All right, action is continued on the far side of the field as both teams exchange possession, and now it's Twin Cities Football Ladies working it back up the field on their offensive side. Gets turned back and out. Started with some real quick footwork from Diana Rodriguez. Nice little pullback to create some space. And then found that penetrating pass. So she's a very uh, clever midfielder and she has a lot of crafty foot skills. As does Sabrina Yara, number 16. That's a pretty dynamic duo in the midfield for the TC football ladies. Sabrina plays at Totino Grace. And that is Griffin Weisner with the ball in midfield as she intercepts. Oh, my goodness. Diagonal through ball. To Vanessa Acosta, who is open in the corner. She tries to set up, kicking it across to one of her teammates. And that is stopped by Mu Chi. Fantastic buildup by the That's TC football uh, Jessica uh, Riara with the, the shot. Was I it number it. 11? I think so. Her hair then is so long you can't see it sometimes. <laughs> then, yes, the it back. was. It was a beautiful buildup starting with the diagonal through ball into space. Vanessa had two defenders closing in on her and uh, did a very wise thing and did not try to take on 1v2. She had a little bit of time to release the cross before the space was closed. She did. It found Riera at the six and she just didn't have a clean touch. And Vanessa Acosta again with the diagonal cross pass and she works it way down to the goal end. She crosses it again and misses two teammates. Just behind the two runners. One near post run, one far post run, well done. The ball was about six inches behind their back heel. So it seems it's uh, three times now that they've set up Acosta that way where she uh, gets free and they get the diagonal pass and she runs down near the end line and then uh, tries to get that cross to a teammate or two, whoever's set up in front. Of a throw in for Quakeba. I got to give some credit to. Quick about defenders there. 
they're not allowing a lot of time there. I mean, that's very dangerous, but they are hustling back and covering and uh, taking away any other ideas besides the cross. And uh, sometimes that has to be perfect. And uh, the step up by the Quakabah defenders is, is not allowing perfection. Not giving them the time to make it exactly where they want that cross to go. All right, so the TC football ladies have possession as they try to get upfield again. Griffin Wisner goes up against, uh, that was number 13, Lily Lopez. As they try to fight for possession for both teams. Yeah, Lopez is doing a great job, Lily Lopez, for Quakabad along with Andrea Cruz on that left side, trying to contain Vanessa Costa's threatening runs. But you can see where they're looking. TC football ladies have found that space to be quite usable. I love that ball. I love that diagonal through in a space. Last couple of possessions, that seems to be whoever's got the ball is looking there first. Yep to see if Vanessa Acosta is there. I especially like it when you've got a quality player that can run it down and create that crossing opportunity. Right now, all the play on the far side. Some back and forth in the midfield. Throw to Riera. It's a nice first touch over the top. Oh, beautiful layoff by Acosta. And that is Jade Ellis now with the ball. She gets down in the end line and she takes a shot and gets deflected. And does that end up going in? It does. It yes. Looks like. And the flag is down. There was no infraction. All right. So I th think it was uh, Jade Ellis to. Just going to see if we can get the number here. Well, Jade's shot was saved. Rebound went off the post. Following it up, as they should, were two TC Football Ladies defenders. We're going to give the final touch to number seven there, I think. All right. Machuca. That'd be two. That'd be two for her. <laughs> <laughs> so she is having a great game, to say the least. Good shot by Jade Ellis. Right. Required the uh, initial save to be made, and uh, Mucci had to sprawl for that. And the rebound off the post was sitting right there. Excellent follow-up by the attacker to provide the final touch past the line. And Jade Ellis again running down the ball. Crosses it over to Acosta. Quakabus able to get it back. They try to get it back upfield and TC Football Ladies is there. Jocelyn Alvarez gets it back up. Jade Ellis down in the corner. That time it was Rodriguez finding that diagonal ball to Jade Ellis. Costa takes a shot and it's wide left. She's tying her left shoelace. Imagine if it had been tied on that strike, what could have happened? <laughs> it's all better now. 
We're approaching the 31st minute here, unofficially, of course. 35 minute halves, followed by a, uh, with the 10 minute halftime in between. It is 2-0 Twin Cities football ladies over Quakaba at the Like a Girl College Showcase. You're listening to it live right now on 651 Sports. I am Mike Resendez and he is Eric Erickson. At halftime you will hear an interview with Ellie Rocher, author of Play Like a Girl. She's had a busy summer as well, getting the word out on her book. We'll talk about that. Twin Cities football ladies take another shot upfield, and that was a little too long for Acosta as Mucci comes out. Ellie's been here both days and has loved it, and it will be fun for the people to hear about her impressions. We'll talk about her time at the USA Cup in Blaine as well as Quikaba gets it down the field, and that is Timu Cha chasing it down. Good pressure from Quakeaba. And the ball goes out of bounds. It looks like it's off of Twin Cities Football Ladies, so we have a throw in. And it's quickly intercepted by Jade Ellis. She works back up the field over to Acosta. Works her way down, takes the shot right into Muchi's hands. Good shot, good save. Mucci quickly gets it back up. And that goes out. As the ball trickles into the west field, the one closest to the Humane Society. A spectator helping us out. No official ball chasers, but everybody pitching in to keep the ball nearby and in play as much as possible. If it does go errant, and that hasn't happened very much at all, it's the first time I can recall a ball being played long and out of the vicinity. A lot of good skill, a lot of great touch, a lot of good possession. It's been a well-played first half. And a long pass goes too far. That was Natalie Machuca trying to run it down. Muchi with the clearance from outside of her box. From about the top of the arc at the 22-yard line, she had a big clear up to midfield. Temporary temporary relief. And but here Costa comes again gets it across. Muchi was able to swallow that up. She had two more teammates down there. Jade Ellis, when she came in, she was playing uh, more defense. It looks like she switched with Griffin Wisner and now Ellis is playing up at midfield. It was not technically a shot on goal but exactly what you said. She swallowed it up. She took away any dangerous threat by calling for it and cutting it off before any TC football lady attacker might get a touch on it. the wind pick up on our microphones here. We have a great crowd here. Uh, my estimate 
Definitely over 100. Close to 15,000 maybe? Somewhere in between 100 and 15,000. All right, we'll take that. Most of the sideline on either side of us is filled in with spectators, tents, chairs. Across the way, we have other teams supporting, watching. Spectators on hills. Yep. And, uh, yeah, great setup by Like a Girl and co-founders Kyle Johnson, Jen Larrick, and Risa Luther. All right, so that's halftime. As the score here at half is 2-0 in favor of Twin Cities football ladies over Quakaba. Um, and, Eric, what are your thoughts on the first half? I'm very impressed by the spirit of both teams, by the execution of TC football ladies and their attack, by the never-ever-quit attitude of Quakaba uh, defensively. They've been on their back heels most of the game. Um, they are uh, tired. It's their fifth game in uh, about 24 hours. <laughs> and they have two subs, and they just uh, uh, keep working and keep working. I think Muchi has been phenomenal in goal, and I use that word intentionally. Credit to Coach Kyle Johnson. Phenomenal play from uh, Muchi. Five saves. And the um, opportunities for Quakeba, uh, they are uh, few and far between. And uh, obviously what they'd like to do is get some numbers forward and uh, at least try and spring uh, Timucha. Uh, and I'll be curious about whether Muchi leaves the net to uh, provide attack. There's a big trade-off there. You saw how good she That's is. That's right. Goal, but yep. uh, overall, Mike, fantastic first half in a worthy championship match here at the Lecker Girl College Showcase. Does Ellie know it's halftime? Yes, she is right behind oh, you. Oh, well, perfect. And she is going to step in here. Uh, Eric no. will step away for a little bit. And we will talk to Ellie Rocher. Hi, Ellie. Hi, how are you? Great, how are you doing? I'm so good. Good. This is amazing. So you are here, and uh, you're telling people about your book, Play Like a Girl. That's right. Uh, give us a brief uh, description about your book, and who is it benefiting, and, and, and why are you here? Sure, thanks. Um, Play Like a Girl is a story of... Uh, girls soccer team in the slum of Kibera, which is in Kenya, just outside of Nairobi. And it's an amazing success story about the power of girls and soccer. Um, they started training and had to go enter boys tournaments because uh, there were no girls teams to play. And eventually they started beating the boys at soccer and realized maybe they deserved everything that boys get. So um, their soccer coach opened up his home because the girls had dropped out of school. There's uh, tuition for secondary school in Kenya and uh, he opened a informal school for a soccer team and within a couple years they had 130 students and were sending graduates to college so it, it's a story about girls claiming their power on the soccer field and claiming their right to uh, an education so the there's a 501c3 in the United States the KGSA Foundation that supports the budget of this soccer school in Kenya. And um, so I'm here sharing that amazing story. And most specifically, I love what Like a Girl is doing in the Twin Cities with girls in soccer here. Um, 
it is a local manifestation of what I'm trying to talk about globally. So what I'm seeing on the field here is that I'm seeing girls that sometimes feel invisible being seen. Um, and I'm seeing fierce athletes who love being in their bodies and love playing and sweating and uh, competing <laughs> with each other. Right. right. So it's amazing to see that same energy right here in St. Paul that I saw in Kenya and see the importance of, of the love of soccer uh, as it is universal. Right, and these girls just, I mean, just like any tournament you'd see anywhere else, they're putting it all out there, and Absolutely. there's a lot of physical play going on, and and uh, I think I've seen a, a lot of times, you know, a lot in these games that I've only been here today, yeah. but, uh, I mean, it's just all out, and players are hitting the ground, and they're getting back up, and they're getting back into play, so. Um, now, you were at the, uh, the Schwann's Cup last week That's as right. well. Um, how did that go for you? It was so fun. I just, I love talking to female athletes about the role that sports plays for them in feeling powerful and beautiful and, and strong and fierce. And, um, Blaine was full of those athletes, right? right? <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's so fun to connect with families and, and talk about the importance of sports to empower girls and, um, and share what I got to see across the world. Same thing. So, and it's, a, it is a, it's an international tournament as well, right? So I got to have right. um, really fun conversations with people from Minnesota and from all over the world. It was really fun. Now, uh, were you able, you were able to get some books into hands of some of the players last week as well. How That's did right. that go? It was amazing. Uh, we raised money so that we could give books away. And the look on people's faces when we <laughs> said, would you like a free book? <laughs> it's about a girls soccer team in Kenya. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and and then there were girls who would come to the booth and say, oh, my coach told me I needed to find you. And we would have just amazing conversations. So um, the, the relationships that are already being built from girls here and girls in Kenya is really... It's really amazing, and that lo that love of soccer, that love of being strong athletes, is is the bond which I can't get enough of. Right. So fun, so fun, and th it, this is this is why I love soccer. Is wh what I saw in Kenya is that you can turn trash into a ball and kick it around in bare feet, right? And that's why it's the world's most popular sport. We're just coming around, and the United States are realizing why it's so important in terms of creating community and. Um, celebrating culture and being outside and playing, right? right. So um, it's fun It's fun to be here in Minnesota at a moment where these girls are really leading the way. Right. Now, so. I, when I started doing the radio show and doing the broadcast of games, um, I wasn't too familiar with soccer, wasn't too, you know, didn't go out of my way to watch it uh but these last three years i've uh, definitely has changed quite a bit as far as um how important soccer is not only to other communities and cultures but it's just it's such a big sport yes that every it seems like everybody's playing um yeah. you know you can go anywhere in the summer on any day or night and you'll see people playing pickup soccer at any of the parks here in st paul mm -hmm. you don't see people playing pickup football <laughs> you know so i mean i think it's it's well, in my case pickup gymnastics right <laughs> it kind of just doesn't ever happen right yeah so i mean i think it, it goes to show the popularity of the sport yes. how easy it is to play and what it especially to di a lot of the different cultures around here yeah um it's just part of who they are yes as a as people so. it's an equalizer it should be an equalizer and that's what like a girl has figured out is that um we have a f we have to work hard to get fields full of of 
anyone who wants to play and be seen. Uh, and that's what's happening at the showcase today. It's yeah. so exciting. Yeah, and the uh, KGSA Foundation, uh, people can get a hold of them. It's kgsa.org. You got right? it. kgsa.org. I'm EllieRocher.com. You can reach out to me there. Um, play like a book girl. You can find at your local bookstore. You can find it online. It's a great story. Um, it is a great story, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And young soccer players in particular, female soccer players, are just being drawn to it because they, they get it. They can right. feel it in their bones when they're reading it. So, yeah, so when we – I failed to mention earlier, we talked before uh, – this game uh how we were we took a family vacation out east we were at the harvard bookstore yeah and i wasn't able to physically find it on the shelf but i looked up on their website while we were there and it said it was on the shelf in harvard amazing so, so you are everywhere that's great news <laughs> that's great news. so or you can order it from the harvard bookstore website which i know but uh that's you can cool. get it pretty much anywhere online right uh, mm -hmm. amazon yeah indiebound will hook you up with your local independent bookstore Okay. It's also on barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com. Yeah, yeah, so pick it up. It's a good read. Thank you. Uh, you were on the show in June yeah. um, on WFNU, and we talked about it. And I think we're going to have you on again this year to talk about that would be great. KGSA and your book and anything else we missed, because I know there was probably about a 1,000 questions I'd wish I had asked you yeah. afterwards. So I can an, talk about an it hour <laughs> isn't long enough. Sometimes you... You think, well, what am I going to do for an hour? Well, I think that was one of the fastest that hours. That was a fast hour. <laughs> so, <laughs> just goes to show you how much information that we were able to get out. Yeah. And there's still so much more that we haven't gotten to. So. so fun. So we'll get there. So what are your thoughts so far on this game that we've watched today so far? This is fantastic soccer. These girls are so fast. They're so good at handling the ball. They're very creative. The keepers are so dynamic. Right. Um the the speed and intensity um and the skill is just very very high uh it's fun to see people kind of sit up straight on the edge of their seat as soon as the game started i was like okay here we go <laughs> right these girls can play it's been so so fun um and you know there it's a possession game but anything can happen right right so i think i'm i'm excited to see the second half what happens after a little bit of pep talk and some water and right we'll see if we can mix it up now the uh goalkeeper for Quakeba, uh muchi mm -hmm. mm. she is actually a forward i um, know this plays. And, and you can she, tell right yeah and she is doing outstanding in net so Fantastic. It'll, it'll be interesting to see if they switch her position because they've been doing that a couple of times this tournament where she starts in net and she ends up on the field or she starts in the field and ends yeah. up in net so i want to see what she can do up front I've yeah. heard amazing things, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> but I, l I could watch her in the net all day. She is an incredible athlete. Right. And we have, did you get a chance to speak with any of the colleges that were here at all this weekend? Yeah, I have. Um, it's so fun to see them here. And like I said, kind of perk up and, and be really impressed at the soccer that they're seeing. Um, yeah, I'll talk to anyone who will talk soccer, right? right. So um, the showcase has been really fun to talk to parents and the players and the and the coaches um, see what they're looking for um, and have them kind of get excited at, at what's out there right and I see Hamlin's coach is still here yeah. taking notes diligently yes. yes I don't know what he could be writing down at halftime <laughs> when there's nothing going out right there on the pitch but maybe he's uh, scouting he's spectators up from the first half uh. it was so fast <laughs> it's good so Hamlin's awesome. not too far away from where we are broadcasting here at McMurray Fields That's and right. uh 
just want to thank uh, Like a Girl for having both of us out here. Absolutely. Uh, and Eric out here. So Kyle's team has done an excellent job in year two. Yeah. Took what they learned in year one and have applied that. It is a well-oiled machine already. It is, it's, yes. This is amazing. We got a great weekend for it, and yep. it's been fun. I know uh, I think Kyle had a calm, calm nervousness this morning when I saw him today. Yeah. So he doesn't show it, but you can tell he's thinking of a thousand different things that, yes. that he should be doing or could be doing or, or what's going on. So And what's going to happen next <laughs> right, year exactly. already. Yep. That's right. So... <laughs> All right, well, Ellie, I want to thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for time, having me. And uh, we will have you on for sure uh, on the radio show. And uh, we will get uh, get make sure we get this podcast out to as many people as we can. And, and uh, I encourage people to find your book and read your book and help spread the news on KGSA and everything else that's going on in Kenya and what you're doing. Thank so. you so much. I really appreciate that. No problem. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. All right, so Ellie Rocher, thank you for joining us as we are still uh, at halftime here at the Like a Girl College Showcase. TC football ladies up 2-0 over Quakeba. Both goals were scored by Natalie Machuca in the 23rd and 29th minute of the first half. We will have another 35-minute half coming up here in just a little bit as... Teams are getting their water, and they are also uh, the referees as well. As I see over there, they are underneath their shade, getting hydrated as well. As Eric said, we had a good, we have a good turnout of spectators on both sides of us, as well as across from us. As some of the teams have stuck around to watch the final game of this college showcase couple of the college coaches as well have stuck around. There will be a Like a Girl Cup presented at the end of the game as well as medals at midfield. Twin Cities football ladies are the defending champions from last year. So I am sure they will want to defend that championship. Just want to thank the sponsors of this tournament again, the Rice Street Athletic Club, St. Paul Parks and Rec, Minnesota United FC, Soy, Equal Time Soccer, Friends of Como Athletics, and Planet Soccer as well, as well as us here at 651 Sports. And Eric Erickson is back. There are some people listening to the broadcast during the flow of the game. We've got good feedback on that, Mike. They said it sounds good. good. Nice. They're enjoying the broadcast as well as the game, which is currently uh, a 2-0 score in favor of the TC football ladies. Uh, what did Ellie think? Uh, Ellie has been very impressed with the tournament so far. She is enjoying this championship game. Uh, she had mentioned how she is really excited about how these girls are just leaving it all out on the field. Uh, and uh, the dynamics between the Schwanz Cup and this tournament. Uh, she w she's even talked to some of the, the college coaches that have been here as well this weekend. So she is doing more than just talking about her book. She's getting a feel for everybody and had nothing but great things to say about Kyle and his team here at Like a Girl. 
as they are work hard. Uh, it's kind of hard to believe this is the second year they've done this, and you would think this tournament's been around for a little while. Yeah, it's got a lot of energy around it, a lot of enthusiasm, uh, people that look forward to it uh, all year. I mean, you talk to Coach Escobar and his girls, they, they have such pride in, in this championship that they won last year, and they looked forward to the summer when they could begin training together and, and throw together some practices and sort of reconnect, because you've got girls from, uh, I haven't added it up, but I, I can off the top of my head here from those conversations, at least eight different schools uh, in TC football ladies. Across the age difference and the in the schools they attend, whether it's college or, or high school, you've got a great variety of girls coming together for this event. And um, yeah, they they and all of the others that were here in our eight team tournament have had a fantastic experience. And uh, yes, it's a very polished event. And it is hard to think of it as just the second year. Right. The fields here at McMurray, I've always, uh, the turf is, is a nice uh, addition to the McMurray fields up here. It's been here for a little while. And uh, I can remember coaching JV girls soccer at Como back in 2002 with uh, this being our home pitch. And it was 50% dirt and 50% uh, clover or oh, crabgrass. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, wouldn't go straight to grass. Some, some form of weeds. Something green on the field. Something green from spot to spot. <laughs> Relatively inconsistent. But yeah, the turf has been a wonderful investment for the city of St. Paul. And uh, St. Paul Parks and Rec was awesome with the uh, use of the space for the weekend for the like a girl showcase. All right, and we are underway again as the TC football ladies make a quick strike on goal. And we have a new keeper. We have a new keeper, and I do not see her number on. That's Freezy. That's Freezy. Okay, so Freezy 2 is in net. Yeah, Freezy 2 played at Iowa Lakes Community College last year. Not in goal, but she's stepping in now because uh, there was some. Uh, initiative over there uh, with Kwekaba to uh, unleash Muchi and see if she could help the attack. So Muchi is out on the pitch. Number 12. We were wondering whether or not they would make that change. I think it's a good thing to do for a variety and for the competitive aspect. You're down 2-0. You have a proven goal scorer on the field. Let's put her in spot where she can create some attack. Right, so Griffin Weisner will take a free kick here. She sends it upfield, and it is intercepted by Kwekaba. And that is Andrea Cruz working against TC Football Ladies. Goes out. Yeah. Well defended by Andrea Cruz. She'll be a junior at Central this upcoming year. Fight at midfield. Won by TC Football Ladies, but wow. turned back quickly by Kwekaba. That is BBSA. Turned on the Jets. Oh, She works her way down, works her way around a defender. A beautiful fake, a hip swivel to get around, one defender. 
eventually closed down by a TC Football Lady center back. I don't know which player. Without that number identifying on the front, but we'll give credit when we get the chance. Yeah, we got a free kick coming up. Cinderella for Kwekaba. About to restart with the free kick. Nicely taken. TC Football Ladies, good defense, and that is set down by uh, Lado, Lado Pa. Pa. And there's Muchi. This is good. This is good from Kwekaba. Triangle passing. They've had possession in that right corner. And it goes out last touch by TC Football Ladies. More specifically, Diana Rodriguez. Throw in. Oh, a nice turn. Kugay. Off the throw in a beautiful turn by Kugay. Sends a, sends a cross into the box. Looking for Timu Cha. Eventually scooped up by Vasti Anang. And a nice punt from her, from Anang out to midfield. Little contact, no foul called. Didn't think one should be, just shoulder to shoulder, resulting in Kwekaba possession. Muchi working it back upfield and gets it over to Andrea Cruz. Timu Cha. Swinging it around. TC Football Ladies takes control, though. They get it back up to midfield. And Kwekoba turns them around. Brilliant header. And now we have Kennedy Pounds with the ball. A little bit of a breakaway. She's got numbers. And that is stopped by Freezy 2. Great save by Freezy 2. That's six saves collectively, five by Mucci in the first half, one by Freezy there. And again, TC Football Ladies takes advantage of the offensive shot there. Sabrina Marisol works it way down low, and now she's got it over to Diana Rodriguez. Offside. Offside. And that almost, uh, because of the offsides, that almost set up a good scoring chance. The brilliant header was from Ebeline Morales that uh, about a minute ago, the TC Football Ladies attack was started by Ebeline Morales stepping up confidently and striking. I saw the opportunity that quick about back line was up and she really hit a powerful header over the top that created a run for Kennedy Pounds. So Freezy 2 will get the goal kick out. Kennedy Pounds intercepts it. She tries to looks like pass it down low. And that is turned around by Kwekoba. Number nine. We don't have a We don't have a number, number nine on our roster. So we apologize to number nine. Great block by number nine. Here's the throw in. Oh, Muchi with the first touch. which helps advance the ball towards midfield and draw a foul. 
against the TC Football Ladies. So restart here by Quakeba. Oh, the back heel flick by Timu Cha. It worked. It worked to create a glimmer of attack, but it was snuffed out by TC Football Ladies. Then we had some possession battle in midfield, and eventually here it's been won by TC Football Ladies. Diagonal through is there if they hit it. Okay, Michelle Escobar would, would have been on the receiving end of that one on the near side here. She was eyeing it. She could see it. And then they tried, but uh, the pass wasn't able to find that lane. All right, we have some contact. That's Destiny Delgado for the TC Football Ladies. And BB Say for Quakeba hitting the, the turf. They both get up. No problems, no worries. Restart will be from the TC Football Ladies. Foul against Quakeabah there. All right, both players get up and say they're okay. And that is uh, Asveline Malagon taking the free kick. Quakeabah trying to clear it out. Kennedy Pounds working on the far side. And that goes out on Quakeabah. And looks like they will sub for Delgado. And that is Jade Ellis coming in. Pounds with the throw in. Mucci tries to kick it out of the way. It's turned back over by the TC Football Ladies and a shot taken and wide left. Sabrina Yara, quick release of that shot. This would be like the equivalent to a one-timer in hockey. Right. We call that a volley. It was actually a half volley. She, uh, the ball was settling right in front of her and she took that shot as the ball just struck the turf and uh, sailed it just a little left. Looked promising for a moment, but it was always wide left. She's a dynamic player. She has the skill to pull off something like that and certainly want to threaten, certainly want to challenge the new keeper and see what Freezy's got. She's been up to the task so far. All right, and May 2 for Quakeabob was on the far side working it, working her way up. TC Football Ladies try to get it out, but Moochie is right there. And it's pass over to BB Say. Tries to work it down low. Jade Ellis is right there, though, trying to turn it back up the field. And looks like we have a foul called. On Ellis. So this is a intriguing position here. I don't know if uh, BBC is going to play short here or look for a, a big ball into the box. Uh, but basically on the 30-yard line outside 
right edge. And she does go big, and she does find feet of Kuge. And she does well with it to find Muchi's feet and a little possession at the top of the box. But no shot released. It's Griffin Wisner getting it out for the TC football ladies. Nice left foot clear by Freezy too. Well above her penalty box to help out with the defensive clearance there. And the football ladies working it back up to their offensive side. And uh, it goes out. Quakabaugh will take it over. And that will be Freezy 2 with the goal kick. Evelyn Morales has some fancy footwork, Eric. I, I was impressed by that, too, yeah. And what I like about it was nothing too complicated, just a little hip swivel, mm -hmm. uh, just a little feint to get the defender off balance and then use the outside of your foot to take it the other way around them. Seems like every time she's got the ball at her feet, she's under control no matter how many defenders are around her. She knows what she's going to do with it before uh, she's actually gets the ball, so she's always got a plan on what's going to happen. It's a good player Minneapolis Henry, Patrick Henry High School, going to UMD next year. Thinking about trying out for the team or maybe doing some club, not sure exactly. She knows she wants to keep playing, loves the game. You see why. She's quite skilled at it and a uh, good student ready to study at UMD next year. Really good student, actually. <laughs> you see that GPA? Uh, <laughs> 3.8? 3.83, wow. <laughs> ACT score 27, that's pretty good. So those statistics are in the uh, rosters here for the college coaches. Those are important for academic eligibility purposes as they think about NCAA rules and junior college rules and also potential for merit-based scholarships for academic success. And their contact information is in here too for the coaches, so that's uh, nice for them. They know how to get a hold of these players. It's a gold mine. It is a gold mine of information. We were, uh, Ellie and I were commenting how even at halftime, the Hamlin coach was over there with his clipboard out still taking notes wondering whether or not he was taking notes on spectators and how to get them into see some of his uh, games next year as well. And we have a uh, corner kick for the TC football ladies that goes across net to the far side of the field. Oh, 17. Uh, yeah. Soma, Soma Morales. Morales. Nice cross, but confidently cleared by Mucci, who again is a forward, but all the way back to help on that set piece. Muchi is almost in that range of choose one as well for position. For sure. I would guess any of the college coaches here would say, I would like that to be my keeper. Um, 
they would also be intrigued to know that, yeah, she's an all-state forward with 20 goals each of the past two seasons. <laughs> so whether it's up top or whether it's in the back or somewhere in between, she could make any team she's on better. And TC football ladies work her way down. I think Jade Ellis thought that was going out. She kind of walked back with a little frustrated look, but it never went out. Carrie Cruz Carcamo settled that on a tightrope on that sideline was able to keep possession, bring it down, and find a teammate's feet before they were turned back by the Quikaba defense. I'm getting, uh, I'm impressed with uh, how Jade Ellis is playing. Uh, she is a senior this year. Great GPA, but she seems to be on defense. She works her way up into the offense quite a bit, and she helps set up uh, Muchaka's second goal of the game. Right. Yeah, it was her shot. which I'm giving an assist. Now, officially, that's not the way they tally it. Uh, but I think when you create that scoring threat by extending a keeper, making them ooh, have to make a save and then creating a rebound, that, that's worth something. Now, who's, who's free kick just sailed in, Mike? Um, looks like as soon as I can get a number here, I will tell you. But, yeah, it was a nice... Free kick that came across. It looked like one of her teammates for the TC football ladies was going to try to tap it in, but no need to. Um, she hasn't turned around yet. We want to give credit where credit is due. That number two on Number her two back? behind the hair. It's Yasveline Melagon. Mm -hmm. So that is a goal for her, making it 3-0 TC football ladies. Yeah, the, the free kick was taken uh, from outside the right corner of the penalty box, probably about 20 yards out, but out on the flank. And um, whether it was a cross or a shot, um, we'd have to ask uh, Yasveline. Uh, if I was Yasveline, I would say I saw side netting the whole way <laughs> and just uh, aimed there and found exactly my target. Wonder how much the wind played a factor in that goal. I think it helped, right? I mean, if you're serving that cross at the three or four yard line, the wind is just enough with it at its back, that direction to usher it in side of the posts. So well taken. And not much Freezy could do at all. Nothing she could do at all. All right, Tigre's pass to Ellis goes a little long and it goes out. And Quakeba gets the throw in. And Kuge can't handle that, and that goes out. And that'll be a throw in for TC Football Ladies, and Jennifer Tigre will take that. And we got a foul called on Carrie Cruz Carcamo. She doesn't agree with it, but nonetheless. And there's the free kick. And that was taken by number nine for Quakeba, who we don't have a name for. No, but number nine is a, has been a nice addition to the back line there. 
since dropping back at halftime. Um, Yasvalin, Malagon, a uh, couple minutes ago scored that goal, uh, stopped the attack there. She's a center back that came up to take that free kick. So she steps up on those set pieces for the TC football ladies to create that scoring threat. And she just uh, very nicely used her shoulder to bring a ball down out of the air and settle it in front of her defensively. Cruz Carcamo runs it down for TC Football Ladies on the near side in the corner. And that goes out on Quickaba. I'm not sure if that was a... Should be a corner here. Corner? Carcamo forced it. She had a beautiful... Oh, oh, no, they're calling the foul from about the corner kick spot. She had a beautiful Cruyff move uh, to, to get by the defender, and uh, she was in if the defender didn't take her down. But since the defender did take her down, it was free kick awarded for TC Football Ladies. And her cross gets uh, kicked around a little bit, and it ends up eventually going out across the end line off of TC Football Ladies. Machuka with the shot there, Natalie Machuka, looking for her third goal of the day. That one, I wish she, I bet she wished she had it back, didn't hit it cleanly. It was wide left. So what does our unofficial clock say, Mike? Um, unofficially, trying to do the math here as I'm looking at our my counter here. Be about the 67th minute. Huh? I think he's over there. So 3 0 with that approximately uh, just just under half of the half left. Right. See, now I've got to subtract the 10 minute half and the five minutes we started early, so. Well, you got it now. <laughs> we, we, we've pinpointed the approximate range of official time on the field with our official Chris Yang. His assistant referees also helping call a great game. No real controversy at all. I think we've had one offsides. We've had uh, a few trips and pushes that have been called, but a very uh, clean game overall, a good flow to it. Now, if this game ends up the way it is now at 3-0, I believe that will the TC football ladies will have gone through the tournament without giving up a goal. Correct. But we still have plenty of soccer to play here. And I would imagine um, some of them are, are quite aware of that. And they want the shutout. Uh, I know I would. That's uh, pretty impressive to put together five games of shutout soccer, clean sheets in all of them. For 
for the sake of Quakaba, they, they know they want to score. They were shut out in group play by the TC football ladies. 3-0 was the result of their game yesterday. So, yeah, they'd like to put one in the back of the net and see that improvement on the, score, on the scoreboard. TC football ladies pass it around here, have some really good touches. Cruz Carcama with a nice pass. Clever, clever pass with her back heel. Ellis throws it in. Oh, it looks like before that throw in, they're allowing subs to come in. So both teams with subs. Quakabus subs one player, and it looks like uh, Team Wucha will come back in. I guess I didn't even notice her exit the game the first time, but uh, TC Football Ladies will also bring people in. Jade Ellis is running off, and Sabrina Weisner will come in. And Griffin Weisner. Yeah, she has not been in the second half yet. Griffin Weisner. Jennifer Tigre will throw in for the football ladies. It's over to Wisner. She heads it behind her. Quickaba is right there, though, as they try to clear. Timu Cha is running it down to the far side of the field, and it goes out. Like uh, it's off of Natalie Machuka. I think the wind's picking up a little bit as well. Like you mentioned it on the on the free kick. I'd say it's a little bit more intense than it was at the start of the game, and. Uh, Right now, that's certainly working in favor of TC Football Ladies, who have it at their back. Like we said, side breeze as well, but uh, the north part of the northeast wind is, is working in favor of TC Football Ladies. When you're tired, and you don't have any subs, and you're going into a headwind, uh, it's uh, challenging. And that's what Quikaba is facing right now. I think uh, if we're look, looking back at these rosters, I think the TC football ladies, I think they have the most depth. For sure. And uh, there might be a couple of teams that were, are pretty close. Quikaba is the team that has uh, not as much depth, but uh, they got, they're here in the championship game. That says a lot about their players. And uh, if they didn't have a lot of conditioning in coming into the tournament, they definitely will coming out of the tournament. True. Yeah, they beat Karen Nation this morning, and Karen Nation had more depth. Karen Nation had seven or eight subs. But these uh, these thirteen girls in Quakaba really came to play this morning and, and put together a, a great effort to advance. 
they did not have the majority of the possession, but their counterattack was, was really good this morning. And Timu Cha, when I came in, I was told to keep an eye on her in this morning's game, and she did not disappoint. As uh, she's got a lot of speed, and if she can get uh, get loose on a on a breakaway there, and she can do some damage. Yeah, she had the first goal of the semifinal, and then she assisted Kuge's uh, goal in the second half. The football ladies are working their way back up as they had the numbers again, but they are turned away. BB Say came through with a big stop there. Great hustle to get back behind the ball from BB Say. And Kennedy Pounds now tried to run down that ball on a pass from her teammate. And she is unable to do anything with it as Freezy 2 was able to break that up. Freezy did really well. She communicated with uh, BB Say there and was able to uh, make the stop there. Uh, BB Say was going backwards. Freezy was coming forwards. Uh, Freezy knew she had the angle and called her off and sacrificed her body and stopped Kennedy Pounds' attack and won the goal kick as the deflection came off of Kennedy and over the byline. And Griffin Wisner plays it down towards the corner to Pounds. And it goes out on Timu Chaw. Pounds with a quick throw in. Griffin Wisner fighting for it with Chaw. Chaw finds the gap between the legs. Nutmeg there to get the pass through and up the line. Goes out. Tigre with the throw in. Twin City football ladies work it around. Sabrina Marisol over to Salma Morales. And that pass looks like that'll be too far. She was going for Jocelyn Alvarez. And that'll go out where we'll have a throw in. And that'll be May 2 taking the throw in. May 2's first year of soccer was when she was in the seventh grade at Murray Middle School, and she played on my city championship team, the undefeated Murray Pilots. May 2 was super fun on that team, and her love of the game has expanded from there. Plays as much as she can, has been going to like-a-girl camps all summer, improving rapidly, says Coach Kyle Johnson. So she'll be a sophomore at Como this year. And on that throw in, TC football ladies work it back upfield on their offensive side. They're going right to left now. And Quakeba. Is 
seems to be able to stop a lot of the offense that uh, the TC football ladies have been generating in the last couple of minutes here. Well, I, we just noticed that Freezy 2 made the stop on the back line, which means that there has been a goalie substitution again. And Timu Cha is back there now. So maybe Timu Cha is, uh, maybe that was the deal at halftime. You play half the half Freezy and I played the other half. Timu Cha has been working very hard. Maybe she's okay uh, helping out and back there after exhausting all of her energy, every ounce of it on the field. Yeah, when she came back in on that substitution a few minutes ago, it looked like she was playing that back line. So now she's stepped back even further and is now in net. Looks like we have a uh, corner coming up here. Yeah, and wind's a factor here. You yep. hang this ball out around the two or three yard line, the wind would blow it in past. So and we'll see if Timu Cha's ready for it. Natalie Machuka takes it. Cha comes out of the net to try to get it. The ball's still bouncing around. But yeah. uh, Kwekaba is able to clear it out a little bit before it gets taken back by the TC football ladies. And that was uh, Jennifer Tigray trying to get it back on net. They were turned away. So we will have another corner. Or not. Looks like the referee is calling it off of the TC football ladies, off of a knee. And it looks, is that our first train we've had? Second train. Second train. Yep. It's kind of like the Saints game, I feel like. Chow with the kick out to BBC. And Carrie Cruz Carcamo is able to turn around. She passes it over to Jessica Riera. Uchi advances about 15 yards with the ball, tries to lay it off to Kugay. Could not connect. Soma Morales with the turn for the TC football ladies finding the feet of a midfielder who finds Natalie, who finds number three, Michelle Escobar with the shot on goal. Save by Timu Cha. It's a nice build up there from the TC football ladies. Nice and simple. One or two touches, feet, feet, feet. Ending up with a shot on goal. So we're getting down in time here. And we will have the, uh, there will be a presentation of the Like a Girl Cup following the game. Right now the score is TC Football Ladies 3, Quakeaba nil. Offside. And the TC football ladies are the defending champions from last year's Like a Girl College Showcase Tournament. They find themselves in the championship game again. 
we reset play. We have two goals from Natalie Machuka, and we also have one from Yasveline Melagon. We have a throw-in now for Quakeba. And that's it. And that's it. That is the match. Your final score, TC Football Ladies 3, Quakeba 0. And the TC Football Ladies successfully defend their championship from last year. What were, in your opinion, Eric, some of the, the, the things that worked in TC Football Ladies' favor in this game? Depth, training, a plan. They have uh, taken this opportunity very seriously and uh, trained together for several weeks this summer. Uh, Coach Escobar said they were training two or three times a week and having a lot of fun. Uh, at a couple of Minneapolis parks uh, wherever they were able to get together and uh, get some comfort uh, with each other and, and kind of create the right spirit for this tournament and uh, having fun playing with a new combination of players. Uh, as far as what they did in the match itself, uh, they talked about playing wide. Uh, they talked about uh, using those flanks. And when they got that diagonal through ball going, uh, those were some very dangerous opportunities. They may not have produced the goals immediately, but it opened things up in the rest of the field and created more scoring chances and forced Quikaba to worry about more things. And the variety of that attack and uh, their, their preparation led to this championship and zero goals against. Trey, they went through the whole tournament without giving up a goal and... You could see how that would be um, tough to get through the TC Football Ladies uh, back line there. They were uh, they were everywhere. They were up where, where the ball was, and it was hard to get uh, get behind them. Now, Quakeba did have a couple of chances, um, especially early in the first half. Um, but the like you said, the defense of the TC Football Ladies uh, was there. Uh, Moochie had a great. Uh, game in the net you could tell she uh, is a great athlete that uh, no matter where you put her she's going to be able to uh, shine absolutely and we saw a glimpse of it in the field in the uh, second half uh, her team was not able to get as close to goal as they would have liked but you could see it in her midfield play and uh, the combination of, of, of hard work and spirit from uh, Quakeba um, Despite the uh, fatigue, uh, they were able to give us a good quality championship match. They, they had the same score yesterday against this, this uh, Like a Girl Showcase defending champion. And so uh, to play them tough for two days in a row was credit to them. All right, so that pretty much wraps it up here from McMurray Fields in St. Paul. Uh, we want to thank you for listening to 651sports.com and the Like a Girl College Showcase. 
Um, just want to thank the sponsors of the tournament once again, Rice Street Athletic Club, St. Paul Parks and Rec, Minnesota United FC, Soy, Equal Time Soccer, Friends of Como Athletics, and Planet Soccer. I want to thank Ellie Rocher for joining us at halftime and discussing her book, Play Like a Girl. Eric, thank you for joining me again this year at this awesome tournament. My pleasure. Thank you for your coverage on 651sports.com. It's a great event, and glad you were here to promote it and help spread the word. And if you want more information on Play Like a Girl, uh, please follow them on Facebook um, and Twitter as well, and uh, you can find out how you can help support them or when their next tournament is coming up and uh, they do have uh, some summer camps this summer going on and uh, Kyle and his team are going to have some great things happening. Uh, Jen Larrick also has a, a radio show on WFNU called Deer Soccer so please check that out. That's on Tuesdays at uh, 6.30 um, and she has a new episode that's uh, bi bi-weekly so check that out as well. So thank you for listening. Uh, for everyone here at 651sports.com, we appreciate it. And uh, please stay tuned. Uh, follow us on Facebook as well at 651 Sports Update, and you will find out when we will be back on the air on Frogtown Community Radio and also any extra podcasts or coverage that we do on 651sports.com. Thank you very much. Have a great rest of your weekend.